0: My best friend. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning from our
1: friends, friends. 77 WABC,
0: the greatest mayor oh, of all time. I got enough Rudy of that last night. My my head is going to get
1: too big. Sid and me, honorable mentions by uh, the former president and soon to be president of the United States. Last night, the president mentioned me a number of times. Very very nice about being such a very good mayor, he said. And and then he mentioned Sid a
0: couple of times. I could be indictment-proof right now, you know? I don't think they can do it, Sid. I don't think they can do it. But they stopped it. They heard about it. I think they sent their biggest people, don't do it, local DAs, all controlled by the White House. And they think that the threat to democracy, and that's what it is, it's a hoax. It's a new, we call it now, the threat to democracy hoax. <laughs> that's what it is. These guys are so good with misinformation, disinformation. It's a slight difference, you know. You know that's it, right? There is a slight difference. If you want, we can talk about it. But let's not bore the audience.
1: I lost have blood before. Got mad. And close the door But you said,
0: child, just once more I chose you for the one Now we're having so much fun you treated me so kind I'm about to lose my mind You made me so
1: Highlights from Cipriani's on Wall Street. Once again, thanks to Gavin Wax, the Young New York Republicans Club, Rudy Giuliani on his show on Sunday, and then Trump from that event on Saturday night. And it looks like Rudy going to testify today. I want to get to all that with my next guest, who is great. He's had a long career in media, from Fox News to Imus to this show. And I want to congratulate the great Judge Angelo Napolitano on his own podcast, Judging Freedom, which just this week reached 250,000 subscribers on YouTube. Folks, that's a quarter of a million people. That's a lot of folks. So here he is, the great judge himself. <laughs> judge Knapp, good morning, buddy. Congratulations.
0: Oh, thank you, my man. Thank you for all the uh, all the exposure you've given me and help you've given me to uh, get the word out that I have this uh, podcast. You'd be surprised, happily so, because while I'm doing the podcast, people are are emailing me short uh, 15 or 20-word messages. We get thousands of them during each podcast. You'd be surprised the number of people who on Thursdays say to me, I heard you this morning on Sid. I heard you this morning with Sid. I'm glad you you, you and Sid are best buddies. So I wanted to share with you that. News. Yesterday, you. we reached 250,000 subscriptions wow. on YouTube and 500,000 followers on Twitter. Both of those thresholds were reached on the same day. It's very uh, odd, but very, very gratifying. If you had an accident, trust Gabula, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabula has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook called Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O lawcom dot Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.
1: He's your numero uno. No, that is, uh, those are great numbers. I mean, really, those are, but I'm not surprised you're great. I told you this when I texted you or emailed you a couple of days ago. I'm surprised when folks with mediocre talent enjoy great success, but not people like you. This happens to be Joe Tacopina's Favorite segment of the week to so say you know judge, he loves you, so and that says a lot of tacopeno loves you, so congratulations again, but I do want to get to some of the uh, the meat of the day. Rudy was on this show yesterday, Giuliani, talking about this uh, case it 's the Georgia case, but it 's in d c so obviously d c presents issues for people like Rudy and Donald Trump and any decent minded Republican. Now it turns out, I read this morning or on TV, they're saying that Rudy may testify today. Now we saw Trump decide not to testify, which was brilliant, obviously. Monday here in New York, this is different, obviously, a criminal case. But what are your thoughts? uh, No, this is not the criminal case. What are your thoughts on uh, Giuliani uh, testifying possibly later on today?
0: Well, I was happy that the president didn't testify. As you know, I uh, passed that advice to him on, through various channels. I'm not taking credit for the decision. He's got very fine legal counsel, but he made uh, the right decision. If Donald Trump had taken the witness stand last Monday now, four days ago, uh, all the prosecutors and the federal cases would have been in the back of the courtroom to watch how he performed on cross-examination. Don't give them that leg up. Now, Rudy's case is different. Rudy's case is a civil case. It's not a case, and the the only issue is damages. Was Rudy malicious, or did Rudy honestly believe what he said? Now, you and I know him, so in our minds, there's no question but that he honestly believed what he said. He needs to persuade that to a jury. Rudy Giuliani has appeared before hundreds and hundreds of juries in his life. He knows how to make eye contact with them. He knows how to communicate with them. He's tried cases before inner city juries, before liberal oriented juries, before juries that were a different race than he is. He's not afraid of any of that. But these two uh, ladies who have sued him have been on the witness stand for two days. Very, very emotional, gut wrenching, in my view, grossly exaggerated testimony. Only Rudy. And burst that bubble. He knows that, and he knows how to do it, and that will probably happen today. He oh, doesn't need my advice. He knows the case. So, so you're
1: for it. You you are uh, clearly for Rudy Giuliani testifying.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. He's no. got a judge that can't stand him. He's got a judge just, just like Trump. The judge has already ruled, ruled against Trump before the case started. Same thing happened uh, with Rudy. He's got an inner city uh, DC uh, jury, but he still has charm and grace and wonderful intellect, and he knows how to communicate, he has to take that stand today to undermine what those ladies said about him. Otherwise, he's going to walk out of that courtroom with some enormous verdict against him, which is going to force him to go to bankruptcy court. He doesn't need all that. He can win this case by getting on the stand and being himself and 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 persuading the jury that what he said was not malicious it was not reckless it was not without disregard for the truth it was what he honestly believed at the time if he does that effectively he walks out of that courtroom without a nickel being taken from his pocket.
1: All right. There you have it, Judge Angelo Napolitano. So one of the uh, big surprises for me on Saturday was the reception I got from Steve Bannon. I had no idea Bannon even knew who the hell I was, let alone him coming on the air with me the next day or two days later, Monday, telling me my show should be syndicated. It's the best show in the country. He never misses it. I was shocked to hear all that. But we know, of course, that Bannon – skipped out on a depot, or, on, or, or at least uh, maybe it was a meeting in front of Congress, a hearing, and, um, you know, they, they, they want to put this guy in jail. With the Bidens, it doesn't seem to matter. I mean, here's Hunter Biden, who was supposed to be at a depot yesterday, and he's like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. My father's fine. You want to have a, a big forum, an open meeting, I'm willing to do that, but I'm just not going to the depot. It's just unbelievable how obnoxious this Hunter Biden is. So the bigger question is... The GOP House members are talking today, Nancy Mace, Jim Comer,
0: about holding Hunter in contempt. What's that going to look like? Well, after what happened to Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro, two decent, uh, terrific guys, uh, the House has to hold Hunter Biden in contempt. But I don't know why he did what he did. I know his lawyer, Abby Lowell. Abby is one of the best criminal defense lawyers uh, in D.C. I'm sure Abby said to him, Hunter this is a legitimate subpoena. We have to go. You don't have to answer anything. I'll be with you. The only question you have to answer is who you are. You assert the fifth on everything. He has the Fifth Amendment right not to answer. He's a defendant in two criminal cases, so he can't be forced to testify about any of this uh, stuff. Instead, he shows up within a couple of hundred yards of where he's supposed to be and says – I'm not going in the building. I'm here to tell you that all this is because they hate my father. Okay, they do hate his father. His father's a lousy president. They're trying to do what they have to do. But he's making matters worse for himself. Now the tale of the tape will be will federal prosecutors prosecute Hunter Biden for contempt of Congress as they did Peter Navarro and Steve Bannon. They
1: should. I mean, of even, course not. Even course he, not. didn't Biden's brother do the same thing? Uncle Jimmy? Didn't he do the same thing? He also skated. Nothing happened to him.
0: Correct. So they should, but they won't because the father uh, controls Jeez. the uh, the Justice Department. Of course they should. If these subpoenas mean anything, then there has to be a sting when you disobey them. All you have to do is show, like St- Roger, our friend Roger Stone did. All you have to do is show up, invoke the fifth. They may ask you three or four hundred questions. This happened to Trump once. You just keep invoking the Fifth Amendment each time and you're, home, and you're home free. But by thumbing your nose on them, by walking up to the almost literally to the doorstep of the room where you were commanded to appear, you made things infinitely worse for yourself. I am sure Abby Lowell told that to Hunter and he just disregarded that advice.
1: Unbelievable. This is uh,
0: something else, something that made me very happy this week. What's that? Which was a photograph of you seated next to the president at that dinner on Saturday night. Beautiful. You both look gorgeous in Texas, by the way. (laughs) Leaning, leaning over, whispering into each other's ears. It warmed my heart. Two of my dear friends. Even they're talking about me. It
1: matter what <laughs> you know what, uh, what? You didn't see because that picture that you're talking about, and thank you for bringing that up, it was actually a little video where the president playfully kind of jabbed me in the shoulder right before. And yes, we were talking about you. Uh, amongst other things, of course, uh, Matt Gates' speech and, and uh, just what a great job he's doing. And he actually called me over because he was sitting next to uh, Gavin Wax. And uh, he was getting perturbed because people were coming over, taking selfies, and he was having dinner. So I didn't bother the president. But as soon as Gavin Wax got up and walked up to the stage to introduce Trump, Trump actually called. I was sitting right behind him, back to back. He uh, motioned with his finger, come here, come here, come here. Goes in my ear, he goes, you know, you're a great guy. I really appreciate you. And that was basically the conversation that you see uh, on that picture. And, look, you talked about Monday and had Alina Haba on the show. He did not testify. But truth be told, this New York case is a joke. But the other stuff that's coming down the pike, and it looks like Donald Trump is going to win the primary easily, easily, and be the Republican choice for president, the other stuff coming down the pike, when you combine that with his commitments as running for president this could be a very, very difficult year for our friend.
0: Yes, yes. The stuff coming down the pike is very serious. The New York case is a joke. It'll soon be over with. He'll, he'll have a huge judgment against them. He'll appeal it. He'll probably win most of the uh, appeal. But I'm disappointed when you tell me that he called you over to tell you he was a great man. I thought he was calling you over to saying, give me some advice on Israel. Give <laughs> me some advice on Ukraine. Well, you, Come on, sis, tell me what to do. You know what's, what's good about... thinking in the streets.
1: No, but here's what's good about Trump. He doesn't need my advice. See, Biden, he would have to ask me that because he's lost. Uh, Donald Trump knows what he's doing. and
0: Well, if Biden was going to ask your advice, he'd have to read the question off an index card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are so right. Hey, listen, Judge, congratulations again on those podcast numbers. You, you really do do a tremendous job here every Thursday. You are absolutely one of my uh, listeners' favorites. I mean, you really are terrific, and I love you to pieces. So thank you so much for this great appearance. We'll do it again very soon, buddy. Thanks.
0: Back at you. Remind O'Reilly that I love him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will. He's oh, listening right now. There he is. Never disappoints. Always terrific, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Every Thursday here on Sitting Friends in the Morning.